0: Can a marriage survive infidelity? We dig deep to explore this thorny question. Join me, Jean-Claude Chalmé, and founder of The Place Retreats, and a featured columnist for The Times, with Amy Cooper and Louise Daniels, on The Place Retreats podcast. Search Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite Android app.
2: Welcome again to your next episode, the podcast that chats to relevant, interesting people entering their 40s, 50s, and beyond. I'm Louise. And I'm Amy. And today we're joined by Susie Grant, also known as Alternative Ageing on Instagram. <laughs> Susie's had a career in TV and radio. She's the author of four books, uh, a qualified nutritionist, and now a huge online influencer on um, Instagram and YouTube. And she's 70. Um, and uh, I'll tell you right now, if you're 40 plus and dreading ageing, this is the episode that's going to put your mind at rest. Hello, Susie. Hello, my lovely. Hello. 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 So you're a blogger, you're a photographer, you're a youtuber. Uh, basically you do all the things that you'd expect an online influencer to do and you're 70. Um and I've I've given a lot of thought to what it is that's so appealing about you. Why I follow you at age 50. And also the fact that and correct me if I've got the figures wrong, but um I understand you've got 27 and a half thousand followers on Instagram, but half of those are aged under 35, um, yep. and you're 70. So what do you think is your is your appeal to all of your followers, young and old? That's a really good question. It's now actually over
3: 28,000 wow. climbing fast. Um, but, yes, half my followers, you're absolutely right, are under 35. And they say, this will give you a clue, they like my style mm. and the fact 70... Even to me, doesn't it sound old? <laughs> um, and that, I mean, through my 60s, I was fine. But 70 suddenly sounds old. And I'm constantly called Instagram. Oh, that's um not, No, you're not happy with that, I know, are you? I'm, and I'm not even a granny. No. I was recently described in a brief as um, whoever gets this job is representing an old woman. Oh! um and i was also uh described as elderly so one of my missions is to stop this nonsense straight away because we don't go around it's not acceptable to call people under 35 snowflakes or what you know whatever the tags are Mm. big um you know just let's just stop with it It's, Mm. it's it's driving me mad We we've got sort of rid, sort of got rid of sexism and i thought we would got rid of ageism but the problem is the people writing these links are about 10 yeah, so yeah. of course <laughs> anyone over 40 is ancient to them of course, of um, course. so i think what the youngsters love and, and people of all ages is that i'm representing what is considered a much older age group, Mm. um, and the youngsters write things like, I want to be like you when I grow up. Um, You're really helping me not dread getting to 40. Um, So that's the sort of message I seem to be spreading very successfully. I refuse to be irrelevant. I know what music is going on. I can watch the Brit Awards and know half of the band. Which is more than
1: I could do, and I'm 42. I was like, the only person I recognised was Rod Stewart. (laughs) I don't believe it.
3: But, yes, I mean, nobody calls any of the Rolling Stones elderly. It's outrageous. No, it is. So that's my my present mission, to keep spreading the word. You can look good and feel
2: great at any bloody age Mm. at all. So, and because that's the point, is you're not trying to look younger, are you? It's about looking and feeling the best that you can. And that is actually within everybody's potential, isn't it? So, you
3: know... Uh, Absolutely agree. And I'm very, very into upcycling, vintage, recycling. Mm. So I'm not into fashion and I'm certainly not into fast fashion. It's all about style. Mm. How good can I make myself appear as Mm. I walk out of the door? How are people going to engage with me more? I, I think the most important thing is to smile for starters. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And the world is completely different when you smile. And because I've now got this trademark, of, I can never have contact lenses um, because I've got a trademark vintage frame glasses always mm. and a headscarf and bright lipstick. I make a little effort, but not a lot. And no, I won't go near anything unnatural when it comes to my skin and ageing. I am ageing, I hope, gracefully. Yeah. I do have facials. I do look after my skin big time. I do all the stuff that we know we should do, which is why... I'm still healthy, fit, slim, and not on any prescription drugs at my great age. Mm, um, Because I've always followed a healthy diet because of my mother's um, genetics. She was Bulgarian, so I was brought up on the Mediterranean diet in the 50s. Mm. And being a nutritionist, training as a nutritionist, I don't practice anymore, really helped. so you know and i keep fit and i keep engaged and
2: i keep dancing yeah. so I, I i think that's all very important for any age so you're keeping fit so obviously food you know exercise what exercises do you do do you go running no no Good low no. impact darling low impact <laughs> yes no that's very, pilates, pilates yoga pilates like yes. i love pilates i do
3: the tibetan five Rights every single morning um, and that's good for weight bearing. I do Pilates, which is also good for weight bearing. And I also walk. I try and walk a minimum of 10,000 steps a day. Right. And having a doggy helps. Yeah. But I will. I am that person who gets off a stop, you know, one early so mm. that I can get a bit a, a bit of extra walking in, or park the car further than I need to so that I get a bit of extra walking in. So Susie, have you
1: have you always been like that? Were you like that in your 30s and 40s? Or is this something that you are you you naturally a half glass, half full optimistic person? Yes,
3: absolutely. Absolutely. I retrained as a journalist in my early 30s. And the guy who ran the course, I did a radio journalism course, hence the rest of my career in radio and TV. um, And he actually told me after the course that he was the one. I was the one he least thought would succeed. And I was the only one who succeeded because it never occurred to me that I wouldn't. Yeah. And it's not it's not arrogance. It's just being very positive and without being too new -new and out there. um, You know, I really do believe in, in what you put out. You get you get
1: back. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that thing about, you said about smiling, I just find if you step out of your front door in the morning with um, a face like a slapped ass, like you've been sucking exactly. a lemon, then that's the day. That's the way your day is gonna go, isn't it? Whereas if you've got a smile on your face, it's infectious. It's totally infectious. People treat you so much better.
3: I mean, I go into, um, I can't mention brand names. Oh, can I pret? I mean, we all yeah. go and I Yeah, it's fine. Um, and I, it's my favorite coffee. And because I'm always smiling and happy, I so often get free coffees and I don't do it on purpose. That's me. I've always been like that. And there are so many women my age who do walk around yeah. with an expression like a slapped ass. I mean, their face like a slapped ass. You're absolutely right. And, and, and answer the phone like that. Hello. Yeah. Oh. And you think, well, no wonder you're not having a very happy life. You're not
1: putting it out. Yeah, I do. I, I, my, my nana, bless her. Um, that's my my paternal grandmother who is no longer with us now. But her life did just shrink because, um, yeah, just because of that sort of woe is me, negative attitude, everything's changing. It's not like the good old days like it used to be. And that I just saw that deterioration. But actually, you are an example of just living a positive life. Well, I'm absolutely so grateful every
3: morning that I wake up and mm. I'm still in good health. Yeah, um, so it's a I'm grateful to... that I've lived such a long mm. and wonderful life. And, you know, I've got a neighbour who's 86 and she used to be a teacher. Um, she's still... I, I actually had to tell a paramedic off one day when um, she had a little bit of a problem because he was treating her like a moron yeah. and shouting at her because he assumed she was deaf because she's elderly. There, I use that tag. Mm. Her brain is as bright as a button because she goes to the theatre even if she needs help and has to get cabs everywhere. She's engaged with the outside world. She listens to the radio. She's got, you know, Alexa. She's got everything that you need to stay up to date. She draws the line at the mobile phone because she's a bit blind. But she constantly goes to concerts and the theatre and gardening groups and has a very full life. And we should all be hoping that we can do that
1: yeah i mean it's interesting you were saying about like our culture and our society we don't seem to sort of value the wisdom of of, of people who've got into those later decades do we we you know like you say about the paramedic kind of um almost uh infantilizing uh older people yeah uh, assuming that they need help but actually if we it's a cultural mind shift that needs to happen isn't it
3: it is and you're right it is particularly not everyone, not my Instagram followers, obviously, but it seems to be particularly amongst very young men, dare I say it, Mm. and a few young women they just assume, if you're a certain age, that, you know, they're very patronising. Yeah. I still go to festivals and, and people will come up to me and go, oh, good <laughs> for you, you're at a festival. Do you and say I'm, fuck off? <laughs> well, I, I actually do. I say fuck off. We invented them yeah. long before. Long before you were even thought of. We were into sex, drugs and rock and yeah. roll. I'm, fuck off. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I won't stand for it. I will not be put in a little box Good for and you. I think that's why my Instagram and everything else is doing so well because people realise there is an alternative to ageing, This mm. is why I call it alternative ageing, there is an alternative, you know, you can be, uh, you don't have to be invisible, you can still be relevant, it's keeping my brain, most importantly is the brain, mm. um, keeping that active and I have to say and it's well documented that by my mid 50s, I was forgetting words in the middle of sentences like we all do. Yeah. It happens even younger if yeah. you're tired uh, or you've got babies or kids. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we all suffer from. And once I started blogging, eight sixty four, 64, I, I was still writing, obviously, but... I hadn't used my brain properly because I did retire at 60. And at 64, I started blogging. I obviously had to learn how to work in the back end, how to edit videos for my YouTube, how to make Instagram look beautiful. I had to learn an awful lot of things. And that helped my brain beyond recognition. Mm. I, I very, very rarely Stumble. I mean, I actually stumbled with my phone number this morning. I thought, oh, no, what's my phone number? Because I never write, I rarely write it down or ring myself. Yeah, well, who does? Learning anything new at any age really helps your brain. And plenty of sleep. You need lots of sleep.
1: Um, Can I ask you, Susie, did you go on a course to do, to to learn all those things? Or did you just... Sort of do the YouTube tutorials, but where you're being told by a 12 year old in Kansas how to, um, you know, you know, whenever you Google anything, it's it's always like a 12 year old spotty boy uh, somewhere in, in uh, you know Midtown America telling you how to sort of um, yeah reprogram stuff. Did you or did you go on an actual course in in a no, in a physical room um- with people? Well,
3: it was a lot easier for me than than most my age because I've worked in radio and television all course, my life. Yeah. So I know how to shoot. I've, I've also been a photographer, amateur photographer, sometimes a bit professional. But I also have always loved photography. So that's a natural one for me. I've written all my life as a journalist and as an author so writing and because i trained in radio i know how to get straight to the point and not waffle Mm. um, because who's got time to read a long blog full of words (laughs) so um but what i did do was i'm i'm very lucky my best friend is uh one of my best male friends is a genius working at apple so he came up and showed me the basics for editing iMovies and if I get stuck I do YouTube and I find it so easy now three years ago I absolutely hated it I I used to buy I used to um, hire people spotty 15 year olds <laughs> to edit my videos but I now love it I add music I do everything that anyone half my age or quarter of my yeah. age can do but I was very lucky to have him I also did a course with Make Light, I don't know if you know them, an online course, I absolutely love that group. It's all about making your Instagram as beautiful as possible. And although I've always taken decent photos of scenes or people, um, and the iPhone as it is now, is just so superb, you can't fail if you take about 30 Mm -hmm. and edit, Um, but I was hopeless at taking shots of food especially for blogs, I would literally stick a jar of coconut oil on the kitchen counter (laughs) and take it. And thanks to their course, I actually learned how to think out of the box. To sort of style it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And how to make beautiful flat lays and and all that stuff. So I I love the learning process. And I obviously had to have somebody who still helps me to this day um, because I can't do absolutely everything. Um, she's in charge. I call her Head of Pretty. And <laughs> she designed my website where the blog is, and she's constantly updating it and making it look prettier and putting all the new stuff up and sharing it on Twitter. And she taught me the rudiments of how, again, how to get in the back end and how to do it
1: yeah. quickly. So, Louise and I talk a lot about this how, uh, just in these last five, six, seven years, this whole sort of um, thing has taken off where you can have a social media account. Before you know it, you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. And with no media training obviously you do and that's why i'm thinking that you probably haven't fallen down any pit holes. but there's a lot of there's a lot of drama that goes on with influencers and, and and i think to myself sometimes god sometimes people create things and then it's this monster that gets out of control how have you found like the that influencer community and is there do you find it being like clicky or bitchy or do you just not have any time for any of that shit
3: i don't actually i'm very 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 lucky i think um I'm just trying to think. No, Mm. um, no, not at all, bitchy, actually. I think I only had one nasty comment on the BBC interview that was on their social media recently. One out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments. And he said, oh, my God, she's 70. She looks more like 90. And I thought, well... He's obviously 10.
1: Um, And I bet he's an oil painting as well, Susie. I bet he's absolutely stunning, you know, to be commenting. Exactly.
3: But I don't comment. I don't take it personally. I ignore. And the same with Instagram. Instagram featured me as an oldie about four years ago. Um, That helped my profile. And again, there was only one. And that was a, a, a girl saying, God, you're old. So I I couldn't resist it. I've learned better since then, but I actually wrote back and said, yes, I may be old, but would you be as fit and healthy as me when you get to my age, if you're lucky enough? Mm. Um, So, yes, but that's two examples. The majority are absolutely lovely. Um, People will disagree with me which is fine, yeah. you know, my little, my community, they'll say, well, I can't wear red lipstick or, or you know, I, I couldn't wear what you're wearing. But that's about as far as it goes. They're incredibly generous, lovely people. and and, and I feel like they're my tribe.
0: Planning for your next trip?
2: I think in in your 30s there's a real element of like trying to keep up and comparing yourself to other people and that goes I think when you're sort of mid-40s. Would you agree with that? Yes, I agree
3: 100%. Mm. I mean, you, you mentioned my earlier age. I was proper, I was very wild in my 20s and 30s. Mm. Smoked like a chimney, drank too much and constantly worried about, oh, am I too old for television? And, and constantly worrying about my wrinkles and worrying about what other people thought of me. Yes, I totally agree. I think with me, my major change came Um, 50 plus, because I Mm. realized I was becoming invisible. Mm. Um, You do reach... Mid- I hate hated middle age. I have to say, I prefer being old. Sorry to put you off No, there. no. It's a sheep
1: dip we've got to go through. We've just got to
3: go through that. And it's I know. not
2: off-putting. It's actually... Yeah. And I think one of the reasons I really enjoy following you is because I was 50 last year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but there has really been an element of that... I, I know what you mean when you say it's it's just not... It, there's, something, there's something great about it, but there's lots of things that aren't great about it. And I need... Um, somebody that is, like, uh, inspiring. I don't want to follow younger people because they just make me feel even shitter about myself. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So I quite like that. You know, I was saying earlier about what it is I find appealing about you, but I also... Because it's it's great to hear that, that you didn't enjoy being in your 50s necessarily and it just got better. Yeah,
3: thank you for that. Yes, and and I'll let you into... A secret. I ran away from my 50th birthday. I hated the idea of being middle-aged, which sort of they tag you as that. Oh. I hated it so much I ran away. I went to a retreat in Thailand and wouldn't tell anybody it was my 50th birthday till a very dear friend sent a fax in those days <laughs> saying, happy birthday, welcome to your 50th um absolutely loathe the term middle age and it is you're not young and you're not old it's Mm -hmm. this horrible in-betweeny stage so my big advice would be to do what i did i actually i was writing books at the time so i thought well why am i staying in london i can write anywhere i'm going to move to the seaside so i moved to brighton dyed my hair bright red because that's totally acceptable in this city Yes. and noticed that everyone around me of my age and older were wearing gorgeous clothes the black uniform had disappeared the high fashion look had disappeared people love vintage down here they love charity shops so i started because i wasn't in tv anymore very rarely i started dressing more flamboyantly um and dyeing my hair ridiculous colors and finding my own style which definitely evolved over the next decade and i reckon by the time i got to my blogging age it developed even more because i had to produce nice photos of nice outfits to Mm. inspire everyone to dress up and make the best they could of themselves in their own skin um so yes use the 50s to experiment and and not turn into you know, I'm going to wear the black uniform for the rest of my life because I'm older and all that rubbish.
1: The clothes are so interesting, aren't they? The psychology behind them because you you can use them as a hiding place, can't you? Just having a great big pair of leggings and a great big baggy top, and I think when especially a lot of people after they've had kids, they kind of do that, and and it really does sort of it shows that you are you are at the top of your priority list when you've just even just given a minute's thought to what you're going to wear yes
3: and it only takes a minute and if it's going to take longer than a minute then sort it out the night before yeah. i often do that if i've got a, a casting or something important so i'll i am going to sound like Gok one now i'm not that bad <laughs> but i do actually try on a couple of outfits and go right that's the one that will make me feel confident and look happy. But you know, this is what I'm loving about Instagram and the people I follow on Instagram. Um, there are, you know, it's changing. It's it's people are feeling body beautiful in whatever skin they are. Style Me Sunday is a great, great yes, example. Yeah. She's had kids and she shows her flabby belly with pride. Um, Sarah, who's a great friend of mine, Sarah Jane Adams in Australia, has a hashtag, my wrinkles and my stripes. She's well into her 60s. There are a whole host of people out there not joining in this ridiculous, I must be thin, I must yeah. be white, I must be healthy, I must be this, I must be that. There, there, There's a whole section of Instagrammers who are really banging the drum for let's support diversity in every shape, color we can. Mm -hmm. And that's where the brands are changing. I'm working with more and more brands because they're doing it too, they're realizing that yeah. it's time.
1: You're doing the Lord's work there, Susie. I'm trying my best.
3: Now we now we need to get rid of the labels, please. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think I think people feel comfortable putting people into boxes, don't they? But um, especially for editorial stuff, uh, I-, I think that oh. that's all that is. But it is. It's all bollocks, and we know that as consumers, people who are listening to the radio or watching the TV, we we know that that. Yeah. I think again, it's spoon feeding the audience, isn't it? Absolutely right. And you touched on on on
3: my bugbear despite having worked in TV and radio. Print drives me mad and I've been approached by the local paper via my agent to do an interview and I said you read the right act to her. If I'm described as a pensioner yeah. or an Instagram or elderly I will go dessert. Mm-hmm. and they've promised it will be a positive piece because I, that's what we need to spread. Yeah. Yeah. Stop talking about middle age, old age Um. Young, you know, too young to know. Uh, stop it. Stop yeah. with it.
1: And the great thing about your your platform, you can actually, um, you know, if if they were to, if anybody were to incur your wrath by by printing, you know, by describing you in print as a pensioner, you can say like. I specifically told them not to do this. Why is it that we they continue to do this? You know, you can we can. I think we we do have the people power, don't we, to be able to sort of turn things around. Um, I've seen that recently with the Caroline Flack thing that's happened. You know, Doctor Surgeries are banning those shitty gossipy magazines. We know we don't want it anymore. Are they? Yeah, that is such good news, isn't it? Yeah, because it's it, and and we do have the power. You know, we keep just it's that thing of sort of like lapping it up. And I, I speak to a lot of. People who are sort of saying, "Oh, I'm coming off Facebook. I'm coming off Instagram because it just it, it, it's toxic." And I'm like, "No, no, no! no. If your right. Instagram feed is toxic, then that is your prop. That's your fault. You need to go and mm. and curate and maybe unfollow some." Uh, that uh, there is so much good stuff like you say out there that you, you know you, you could be curating your feed so you feel great every day absolutely correct it, it makes me happy
3: looking at my feed not unhappy yeah. it makes me feel that I'm actually doing a worthwhile job it's now a job yeah, so much for retirement <laughs> um, but, but, but it's useful I'm actually doing something useful I see it as but I'm so thrilled to hear about Um, the newspapers and magazines because that's exactly what my favourite radio programme was saying the other day uh, because of Caroline Flack. Stop looking online. Stop clicking on it. Stop buying them. If you do that, if everybody does that, they will go bust.
2: Yeah. There's been some pictures recently of women um, of fifty, age fifty, uh, like Jennifer Lopez at the 2020 Super Bowl, who look amazing. Um, but that looks unrealistic to me. And she, and you know, she does have lots and lots of you know money, obviously. But but that's not. You're not portraying that unrealistic goal. And presumably, you know, you're not spending a fortune on on any of this, are you? No, not
3: at all. That's a very very important question to answer. I'm very aware that many of my followers don't have a decent pension, don't can't afford the lifestyle I appear to live. However, I have to say that I don't buy jewellery. I'm not into designer handbags. I'm not into designer clothes. So I work very hard at doing the best I can to dress up. In fact, most of my posts will have um, a, a charity shop headscarf on, mm. or I've out vintage frames from a really cheap store that happens to, I found one in, in Mallorca of all places, amazing vintage frames that cost about £15. Yeah. So I think my main message is you don't need money to be healthy, to look the very best you can. You just need time to shop around and go to charity shops and go to vintage stores and go to markets and, and just try things, experiment with a look that costs you practically nothing. You don't have to go this ridiculous designer route that so many under fifty seem to go nowadays. Mm.
1: I find that look quite try-hard anyway. You know, that really, really, really groomed, like you've had a team of stylists around you all day and that snatched kind of, you know... Um, Sort of Botoxed, Botox. Yeah, I I love your natural style, Susie. Thank you. And it doesn't cost much.
3: And I actually unfollow people who have those kinds of feeds because I'm bored witless. Oh, here's another shop trouser suit with me pouting in it. (laughs) I mean, even if they're in the over 50 group, I don't like their style. I'm out of there Mm. because it would be totally unauthentic to like it and comments. I mean, yeah. why would you do that?
2: Yeah, yeah you're right. Can um, I just check also, Susie, do you ever do a pout? I've never seen you do a pout. You don't. Oh, uh, do. interesting you should
3: say that. <laughs> Watch my Instagram very closely over the next couple of days because I'm really anti the pout. But interestingly, I was at a shoot on Monday and they were rushing me to start filming and I thought oh I hadn't done a selfie with my beautiful I was so thrilled with my lipstick mm. she'd mixed this amazing um mixture of reds and mm. I said can I have some gloss on and she went yes it make it look great so it was really poppy but because they were grabbing me in a hurry <laughs> I think it's the one and only shot of me pouting oh I can't wait for that <laughs> <laughs> so you must have a look because I actually say you won't Usually, see me with this sulky pose on, um, but it's very relevant by sheer coincidence to what's coming up early next week. Oh, it's good. very funny, so no, I'm not into at all. What a ridiculous thing to do! <laughs> Nobody walks around doing that in real life, I know. <laughs> um, but I do stick my chin out because of the double chin. Oh. I have been known to do the um,
1: the posh spice pose, yeah, yeah which yeah, is
3: sure. chi- yeah. chin chin down and out right. I will do that yeah that's oh, just make,
1: making the best of things isn't it yeah. yes we're all so vain aren't we and and the other thing I, mu- I must
3: say is we've all got body dysmorphia every single one of us has got something they look at in a photo or which I don't edit obviously um but every single one of us looks in the mirror and goes oh i don't like my thighs or i don't like my chin or you know we've all got at any age we've got body dysmorphia so come on girls let's just embrace
2: it and be grateful that we're alive and happy. Yes, absolutely. So can we just finish up with um, uh, a question that we ask everybody over the age of 40 on the on the podcast at the end, and that is, what is great about this time of your life? Oh, you youngsters, you. <laughs> <laughs> I never
3: actually, that I'd be calling people over 40 youngsters, but of course you are <laughs> to me. Um, I think what's great about my life now is that... Um, I've reached I've reached this great age of 70. It's not young, um, but I'm fit and I'm healthy. So I'm really grateful for that. Most importantly, I'm alive. My brain works beautifully. Yes, I get a little tired than normal, but that's natural. Um, and I think the, the greatest thing is that I know who I am. I'm very, very authentic on mm. social media. So I think that helps um i think being true to myself being honest and and loving and caring and happy is is sharing the message that hey it's not that bad folks you know i've got through to this decade and I'm going to make the most of my life. And so stay with me on the journey because yes. it ain't that bad.
1: It's a fabulous journey, Susie. Thank you so much for talking to us today. You are utterly fabulous and an absolute inspiration. And I know our listeners will be wanting to devour your content on Instagram and YouTube. All the links for where to find Susie will be in the show notes, but basically she's known as Alternative Ageing Everywhere and you will not regret following
2: her. Thanks so much, Susie. That was brilliant.
3: Oh, you're so kind lovely thank you so much
1: made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk shooting live streaming and podcast production
0: Hello, this is Rich Wilson, host of the podcast Insane in the Membrane, where we talk to funny and interesting people about men's mental health. People like James A. Kester. Because we won't talk about emotions, because we think that's bad. We won't talk about feelings, because that's bad. So they've, they've had to rebrand it. And go, it's mental health. Oh, cool. oh yeah, yeah. My brains are so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty clever. Uh, I, I like that. Okay, I'll get. I'll get into my mental. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, it. I like puzzles. <laughs> and Rob Beckett. I've never even d- done a school play. <laughs>
2: I did some open <laughs> mic gigs, did the Edinburgh
0: Fringe, got on, somehow got on the telly. And I'm on mean, the other side of the world in the jungle doing nights. <laughs> following and Beck. People like Mark Steele. Yeah. I would be at home and I didn't get on with me. My dad was in an asylum by then. I suppose we ought to talk about that, shouldn't we? <laughs> that, yeah, know, given the premise of the, the podcast. Search Insane in the Membrane from wherever you get your podcasts. Brand new episodes every Thursday at 6pm.
1: Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.